Hey you, welcome to the Even in Weight Loss podcast with Sherry Capilla. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey you, and welcome to the podcast. <clears throat> so at the time that I am recording this, um, I am, well, I'm just now getting over COVID, which is delightful. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I'm doing well. I'm very thankful to be um, rounding the corner on this awful, awful virus. But um, at the time that I'm recording this, I am um, spending a little bit more time in social media than perhaps normal, just based on the nature of, you know, checking out of the monotony of life because of COVID and the schedule that I'm keeping now. But something I'm notice, noticing that I've been noticing in my heart that has been affecting me and confusing me has been in what I'm seeing on social media relative to other people who I know are Christians. You know what I mean? Like I'm seeing them act and post in accordance to you know, the way that they're living life, you know, they're just showing pictures of what they're doing and how they're celebrating and what they're drinking and, you know, all of these things, what they're watching on TV or just, you know, what they're focused on in their lives, blah, blah, blah. And I have no choice in my um, perception of what they're posting, but to look at it and think, wait a minute, I'm confused. Aren't they, aren't they Christians? (laughs) You know, and I start to think, I start to get in my own head about things, thinking, condemning thoughts of, you know, Sherry, you're so religious, you're hyper-religious, like you're, you're too legalistic. I start like condemning myself relative to what I, how I live, relative to what I'm seeing, how they live. That is not at all to say that, um, What they're doing is necessarily bad by the world's standards. But from my perspective as a Christian, I struggle because a lot of what I hear Christians saying, a lot of what I see Christians doing, a lot of what I see and witness Christians posting and what they're watching and all the things like I just described, I'm struggling with the carnality of those around me virtually and otherwise. And so this kind of woke me up this morning, like literally as I was waking up this morning, I could hear God talking to me about carnal Christianity. And it just like wouldn't leave me. And so this morning, as I came down to my office, I opened up the Seekers Method and every day inside of the Seekers Method, there's a daily scripture. I like to refer to it as the TSM daily. Um, It's where I connect, you know, your weight loss journey to your faith and help to bring it alive a little bit more completely. And the scripture was Romans 8, 9, which says that, but you are not controlled by your sinful nature. You are controlled by the spirit if you have the spirit of the living God in you. And that's when I just kind of took this carnality thought that I awoke with And the observation that I'd been making over the last couple of days, and I just sat with God and I felt 
a divine download come to me that I'm going to share with you. This is quite possibly going to be a very difficult podcast episode because I'm going to be speaking truths that I feel come straight from the word of God and speak to and speak to us, those of us who possibly need to hear this message right now in order to step into freedom. Because I see right now in so many areas around me in the lives of people who are Christians, I see Christians walking by their heart faith versus their head faith. I mean, just like Romans 8, 9 tells us, I mean, God has freed you from your sin. He's freed you from sin. He's freed all of us from sin so that we can grow in his grace, right? Like that's the sanctification journey. Like we grow in his grace. We step into sanctification. And from that, we are transformed. In fact, Romans, this is my power of the spirit scripture, but Romans 611 tells us that we are dead to the power of sin. But like so many Christians are becoming idle. They're becoming carnal and worldly and they don't even see it. Like they don't even allow God enter their heart so deeply that they change completely. And the reason for this that I'm seeing is because, you know, like, like it says in God's word, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. That's the intersection that we're going to be talking about today. I mean, God's work of sanctification of salvation is the evidence that we have truly been justified and saved and born again. But here's the thing that we need to know about this and that I want to call your attention to. I mean, I cannot find any scripture stating that carnal Christians are an acceptable thing, right? Or that it's okay for us to perpetually going on keep going on and sinning. And yet, like, I'm completely surrounded by this type of Christian to the point that I felt almost, to the point where, like I mentioned at the beginning, like I was condemning myself. I felt a little bit ashamed calling or thinking of myself as a bit legalistic or condemning myself and thinking that, you know, you've heard me say this if you've followed me for any amount of time. I I remember condemning myself once when I was comparing myself to another Christian mom who was the cool mom. And I, in my head, was condemning myself saying that I'm so, like this was me talking to me. Sherry, you're so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good. When in fact, that's not true. When in fact, carnal Christianity is when a Christian is so earthly minded that they are no heavenly good. I mean, would you agree? Uh, this just, I know this is going to be painful and it's going to be hard for some to, to hear, but the work of salvation in our lives as Christians should be so dramatic that God's presence in our lives is evident and it is apparent. It is evident and apparent physically and emotionally and spiritually. And as Christians, we should be so different. We should be so set apart and changed. And if not, we must acknowledge our responsibility to take our fleshly nature, our sin nature, our thoughts, all of the things captive because the salvation work in our lives, 
I mean, that salvation work in our lives as Christians has God's reputation on the line. His reputation is at stake through our example to other people. I mean, when people see us, they should see that God was not only, he was not only strong enough to save us, right? And to free us from the slavery of our sin and the bondage in our lives that we were held captive to in all areas, but also that God was able to deliver us from even our food stronghold, our food strongholds and food stories and all of these things. Why? Because as Christians, our faith and our, even our obedience comes from our heart. It's supernatural. It's unexplainable. But but when we can't change, right? Like when we're unable to change, when we will not change, it's because, and this is what I observe, it's because we've only allowed our faith to truly like reside in our heads. I mean, think about that for a quick second. I mean, think about that. I'm going to take a quick commercial break because girl, I need a drink of water and a tissue and I'll be right back. Hey there, just a quick commercial break to share some exciting news with you. If you are a Christian woman who has been struggling to lose weight, if you're struggling to take your food thoughts captive and to make them obedient to God's word, then I have great news for you. When I couldn't lose weight, I didn't know it at the onset of my journey, but I didn't have a weight loss problem, but rather I had a thinking problem. I was so stuck on all of my food stories. I was weak in my flesh and I easily gave into every temptation. No diet could change me, at least not for good. That is until God. God's word changed me from the inside out. And now to help seekers like yourself to step into lasting transformation from the, from the inside out the same way that I transformed, I have now published my first book. It's called The Seeker's Method for Weight Loss Workbook. It's a companion guide of journaling prompts available now on Amazon.com. It is, think of it as having me, Sherry Capilla, Christian Life Coach, in your pocket. It's a collection, a hundred day collection of my infamous Christian Life Coaching for Weight Loss journaling prompts. If you're ready to stop conforming to the patterns of this world, to be transformed by from the inside out by the renewing of your mind, then I encourage you to get your copy today on Amazon.com. You don't have to be in the Seeker's Method to use this journaling workbook. This journaling workbook could be the very thing that you need to step into God's will for your life, even in weight loss. Thank you for that. I needed that break. (laughs) So where was I? Okay, so we're talking about, you know, Christianity, the difference between having, you know, faith in our heart versus faith in our head. Because when it's in our heart, that's where true obedience comes from. Like God's supernatural strength changes us. That's exactly what happened to me. But when we can't change, when we, some of us, when we won't change, it's because we've only allowed our faith to be in our head, our intellectual faith. And this is where we toss it around with all, like we mix it in with all of our human understanding and our reason and our logic. And this is a slippery slope because what we fail to see or to lay hold of right then is that God's ways are higher than our ways. 
That comes from Isaiah 55, I'm going to say. God's ways are higher than our ways. His ways defy reason and logic. They defy justification. This came to me while I was thinking about this the morning. This morning, The only justification in your life should be that justification that saved you from sin. Not what grants you approval to keep on sinning. That is powerful. So I want you to ask yourself some Christian life coaching for weight loss questions as we go through the last few minutes of this episode. In what ways are you limiting God in your life? Like, how does your life reflect your faith in all areas? Like, faith from your head. In what, let me ask this in the form of a question. In what ways are you showing faith from your head versus faith from your heart? And where are you justifying sin on your weight loss journey? God's reputation is at stake through your example. I don't know if you know that, but it's at stake through your example. I mean, God did more than just justify you. He gave you a new life. And this new life is also applicable to your food, to your obedience, to your to your obedience to to your faith is applicable even to his voice, to your ability, did I say his voice or your voice? <laughs> to his voice and to your ability to yield to it. You have been regenerated. Think about that. And yet no one I believe, because at least in my case, I couldn't find this. Nobody has shown us that we've, for many of us, that we've only allowed this regeneration to penetrate so far. It's like we've kept our food and our weight loss in a box and our regenerated lives, our regenerated spirit, all of that is uninvited to our food stories. Why? Because we like it. We kind of don't hate what's going on there, right? So that we're just, it's, we're not allowing it to penetrate. But like we only allow this regeneration to penetrate so far. We're so surrounded by carnal Christianity, carnal Christians who think that it's okay to live and eat and be merry in the ways of the world. And it has limited the depth of our heart faith. And I'm hoping and praying right now that this wakens you up to go deeper. The regenerating power of the Holy Spirit within you right now exists to help you to have the power over sin in all areas. But here's the thing. You've got to apply sin, according to James 4.17, to every single area of your life. So ask yourself this question. In what areas... And what am, in what areas am I not applying James 4.17 to my life, even in weight loss? And, you know, I'm thinking of another one. In what areas, in what ways do I feel like I don't have power over my sin on my weight loss journey? And so as you look over your entire life, do you see a complete and total change since receiving Christ as your Savior? Or like, or has, or maybe like has so much time passed since you were actually born again 
that you didn't even realize that you've allowed the world's ways to misguide you in life. Like you're a Christian in certain areas, but certain other areas have been compartmentalized and you're living in your carnal nature, your fleshly nature. Like what is even carnal carnality, Sherry? It's, it's the flesh. It's the passions and the appetites and the sensual pleasures of our flesh. It's the temporal worldliness that exists within us. So maybe so much time has passed since you were born again that you don't even see or realize that you've allowed the world's ways, this carnality, to misguide you to the point where you're not applying it to your weight loss journey. I mean, so many of us, we don't see sin in our weight loss journey because we think that we're being obedient to a diet and exercising just for good health. Yet we're, I mean, like, think about this for a second. There's nothing wrong with that. But are you even spending time in God's word daily? I mean, his word says in 2 Corinthians 5, 14 through 21, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away and all things become new. And I want you to know that that means even in my thoughts about weight loss. So think about your weight loss journey for a second. Do you pray for help when you're tempted and work to discipline your body and make it your slave versus being mastered by it, my encouragement for you today is to allow God to seep into your heart more completely. Recognize the supernatural power that is available to you when you apply God's word to your entire life. God's word is not meant to be compartmentalized. Allow the Holy Spirit to guide you. Pursue a holy life through righteousness. Like, that's just making perpetual right choices yoked with Christ, not through your willpower. Lay down your carnality. Apply righteousness to your entire life by prioritizing God over the perfect bod. There you go, I said it. By prioritizing God over the perfect bod. <laughs> That's how you see God over a number on the scale, over a reflection in the mirror. Become so heavenly minded that you are so profoundly earthly good. Think about that. You have God's reputation writing on your life. Reflect his nature even on your weight loss journey. Now, Here's something else, and this is going to be the closure to this episode, because initially I thought I would stop with what I just said, but God impressed this upon my heart, and I want to make this last point. This is regarding your food stories, and like your thoughts about your food stories, and everything that's going on, on in your life regarding your weight loss journey. So many of us do not see that our carnality has truly set in and it has made us idle because of our food and our comfort idols. I want you to see this. I believe that food and comfort idolatry makes us idle for the kingdom of God. And I believe that weight loss idolatry, idolatry makes us idle for the kingdom as well. I mean, think about this. Assess your life. Do you run to food for comfort? Do you run to food for peace? Do you run to it for joy? Or do you run 
to God. Do you ever feel overtaken by your temptations despite wanting to not give in? Like something happens when you're faced with temptation, like you suddenly have switched to autopilot because you have no self-control and before you know it, you're seven cookies in, like, right? (laughs) When we run to food instead of God, we don't see how it strengthens our dependence on food. We don't see how it strengthens food's role in our hearts and how it weakens God's role in our dependence upon God. The Holy Spirit is your comforter, not food. The Holy Spirit provides us with joy, not food. The Holy Spirit provides us with peace, not food. The Holy Spirit provides us with self-control. If we will just pray and yield to it, if we will desire to take our thoughts captive, if we will desire to, to make our bodies our slave instead of us being mastered by our bodies. Assess the idols in your life that could be causing you right now to be idle in your faith, even in weight loss. Hey you, real quick, I have an exciting announcement that I cannot wait to share with you, my podcast listeners. So you might not know this, but I am currently seeking 25 women to do a beta test with me of the Seekers Method for weight loss. This is the beta test for you, for the woman who is maybe not on Facebook, but who's interested in the DIY version of the Seekers Method. The time is now. I mean, I can't even believe that I'm sharing this with you because last week, God told me that while I might not have this new release of the Seekers Method ready yet, that many of his daughters were ready and that I needed to put it out there imperfectly. You know how some of us just kind of get stuck in that perfection trap. So much of this product is ready and available to you and you are welcome to participate in this beta test. If you are interested, you need to act quickly. I'd like you to go to my website, sherrycapilla.com, and at the very top, you'll see a little, a little bar that says click here for the beta test. You need to go there and click there for the beta test. There's a little video where I tell you a little bit about what we're testing and what I'm looking for and all of those things. Or you can also go to today's show notes and I'll have a link put right in there for you. At the time that I'm recording this, there are currently only 19 seats left because before I take this to social media, I've taken it first to my email list and now to my podcast listeners. So a handful of people have already responded that, um, responded to that private invitation, but this is your private invitation. I would encourage you. I know this is going to fill up quickly because this has been the area that I've had the most requests. Sherry, can I get the seekers method um, without Facebook? Until now, the answer was no. Um, Here's something else I, I hadn't planned on telling you. You get a free copy, an advanced free electronic copy of my forthcoming book, The Seeker's Method. You also get a free copy of my recently published journaling prompts workbook of The Seeker's Method. So, oh, and here's the bonus. Oh, I'm just going to tell you. Uh, No more waiting for open enrollment because this is a way that God has 
you know, just told me to go get this out there for those of you who are ready now. He needs you seeking him instead of a number on the scale and the time is now. So if you're interested, act quickly. Go to my website, sherrycapola.com. Click on the beta test thing. Go through the details. See if it's a match for you. Enroll and you'll be in it. Um, otherwise, I, I will have to, I'm going to cap it at 25 because I want to be able to work with these women, answer their questions and all of that. All right, back to the broadcast. <music> 